welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello then, good afternoon from a freezing cold London where there are many political shenanigans going on here. What with uh, Boris Gate and uh, Prince Andrew and goodness knows what. But behind that, the, the headlines, which have not really become the headlines, is that inflation is has risen now to the highest rate in 30 years in London, which has now hit 5.4%. So it's still going up. Uh, possibly due to supply chain issues, soaring food prices, soaring fuel prices, prompting fears that the Bank of England could again raise interest rates maybe as early as next month. Now, central banks are saying, well, it's transitory. In fact, last uh, summer they were saying it it was probably temporary, then it was transitory. Uh, Others feel that inflation could run rampant uh, in, in economies for, for, for quite a while. And some see that even currencies could be even down value, devalued rather uh, as inflation uh, spirals. Uh, we, we know that there are a lot of fiscal and economic uncertainties with, with all the money that's been created and pumped into the market. But this is being drawn back now by the Federal Reserve uh, we're seeing, you know, huge rises in housing costs in the in the last year in in both the US and in the UK, and that's all added to people's costs. So some say that base rates here could rise to as much as half a percent, from which is it doesn't sound a lot, but from from virtually being at zero, that that's quite a bit. You know, that that is uh, many many times more than it was. Uh, you know, j- just a couple of months ago. So that, that could start to hit people in their pockets with uh, perhaps higher mortgage costs. It's going to hit the government with higher payments on their, their debt. People with loans or, or or types of loans that are on a variable rate will, will be hit by, by these things. But savers and people with money to invest will benefit from higher rates. And really, in, the rates have been kept artificially low by governments and central banks, uh, perhaps because they they then will 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 not have to to pay uh, higher rates on on their own debt and inflation I I believe has been artificially uh, seemed to be keeping keep, keeping staying low because that would mean that they don't have to pay higher uh, rates on inflation linked pensions and social security payments but but there you go we know don't we that prices in the shops have been going up far higher than five percent. Uh, and, and and even you know in America where inflation is seven percent, prices in the shops have gone up uh, much higher than than that figure. Um, I, you know, I was talking to someone today, and she she just sort of remarked, "Oh, I went to buy this bread that I usually buy. It used to be eighty pence. Now it's one pound and five pence. You know that that's 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 quite a big jump. You know that's not ten percent. That, that's not five percent. Rather, that's more like twenty five percent." Uh, th- and that's just one one uh, one thing that's gone up. I know that my broadband has gone up by ten percent 
you know, packages have got smaller and prices have got higher in, in the shops. Sometimes you see packages reduced by 10%. Well, that, that's, that's inflationary, isn't it? That, that is inflationary, although we don't notice it because they've slid it under the, under the radar. Uh, so we know that prices for basic things, fuel for some people has gone up by, uh, by, by as much as double. I was talking to a retired doctor today uh, and, and he's been very careful with his bills. He switched energy suppliers, but two of the energy companies he switched have to have gone bust. So now he's with one of the, the main ones and his prices have shot up and he's got a smart meter and everything. He's a very careful guy. Uh, but but there you go. That 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 is what's happening in, in, in the world and, and particularly in, in the UK. But it's 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 all over. Uh, so we, we shall see how that will affect things in the long run. Uh, we know that printing money in the past and, and pumping a lot of money into the economy has created what's called hyperinflation in countries like Germany, Argentina, Venezuela. I don't think it will get that bad, uh, but we, we, we shall have to see. The UK is expected to grow uh, faster than most of the other G7 economies as it comes out of the p pandemic, stronger and leaner and, and with the economies more open than other countries, especially in, in Europe. Uh, this is, comes from a report by Goldman Sachs that says that UK economy will be larger than France and Germany by 2040, uh, mainly due to the younger demographics here, the younger age pop of population here, uh, which has partly been created by immigration, I suppose. But in, in Germany, Italy, France, have got an aging population, falling birth rates. And that is that is a demographic problem for, for those those countries. Stock markets in January have been jittery. Certainly, they've, they've been up and down a little bit, so it's falling slightly. But the Nasdaq is definitely about 10 percent off its, its high last year. Uh, and, and many are expecting to see a, a stock market correction or even a crash sometime in the near future, certainly in this this first quarter. But you can never time the market. You just never know. Um, I, I didn't realize that property would boom last year during a lockdown and a pandemic. But but things happen. You know, world events can take over. We we don't know if, you know, the Russian troops are on the borders of Ukraine. If they move into Ukraine, what will the West do? Will there be will there be a war? Um, I mean, Ukraine have got a pretty big army themselves, so it's not they're not going to just roll over. So, you know, when these things happen, when wars happen, markets can just tumble just like that. You just never know what's what's around the corner, as, as we found out two years ago. Uh, but property is, is definitely booming and it's booming here. And uh, I've got some friends in Ireland. Ireland is the same thing. It's booming there. There's a supply demand. Uh, demand is outstripping supply, I, I would say. And agents in some parts of the country here, I was talking to an agent who works in the greater London area, and she said she's never been busier last year, but but it's still continuing. Even after the stamp duty holiday has ended, it's still going on. And, and she said, in, in terms of things like family homes, larger family homes with a little bit of land, a bit more space, uh, she just cannot get enough of them. And, and those prices have just gone up to crazy, crazy levels. And inventory is still low. And sellers actually um, are, are holding out for higher prices, sometimes unrealistic prices, as, as I'm finding out. But flats in city centres have not enjoyed the same growth. I'm getting messages from agents all the time saying price reduction, price reduction in some of the best parts of London, in Kensington and places like that, where prices have had to drop to to, to get them sold. Uh, they tend to be smaller flats, conversions, that sort of thing. But, you know, it, it's definitely they have not enjoyed the same 
uh, pace of, of growth. But the government have recently announced the end of, of Plan B. So this work at home rule might change and more people might start going back to the offices. But I don't think I don't think there'll be a biggest as demand for offices. I mean, the city have been crazy in, in building offices in the last few years. And, and I expect the same in many other major metropolises. So um, we, we might see that, yes, they'll, they'll need offices, but maybe if they, instead of needing five floors, they might need one or two floors or half a floor. So it'd be interesting to see what's happening with the commercial property market. I know that some commercial developers are already reacting to that and turning their offices into uh, to flats for, for more sort of mixed use uh, usage, if you like, uh, where you have flats, offices, maybe even a hotel floor or, or something like that. So they're, they're trying to adapt to, to this change in market. But I think uh, the the idea that everyone's going to rush off and live in in you know 100 miles from London and and, and in Devon and Wales is, is a bit fanciful when you know you might be required to come back into the office three times a week that might mean you have to to rent a place or buy a place in town uh, and and also there's issues with with Wi-Fi coverage um, in in some of these rural areas so it might not be as easy as they think to just sort of work from home and live you know live the good life as it as it were. Talking about property, can you buy property with no money down? Well, the answer is yes. And if, if you look, look at the bottom here of, of my notes here, and, and if you scroll down, you'll see that there is a, a special free seminar on buying property with no money down. Just just briefly touch on Bitcoin, because Bitcoin has been as high as, as almost under $70,000. It's now languishing around the 42000 as I speak. But who knows, by the time you, you see this, it could have changed again. It could have gone up again. It could have gone down again. That's why for me, it's not a credible currency, although some people might see it as a as a hedge against uh, inflation or against the, the, the falling value of dollars and pounds, etc. But and, and this has taken the shine off some of the, the traditional inflation hedges such as gold and silver. But silver has been rising, I think, by around four or five percent in the last month. The silver seems to be going up again. Don't forget, silver is not just a, a precious metal to look at. It has many, many industrial usage usages, in, including things like the, the technology and the battery technology that we, we use and mobile phone technology. So silver is, is definitely one, one to watch. Now, again, you've got to make up your own mind. You've got to have your own um, advisors, your own financial advice. Don't just listen to me and say, well, I'm just going to buy silver or I'm going to sell my stocks and shares because the market might go down. But all I'm saying is that I, I, I like silver and I, I, and I wouldn't want to have all my money and my pension fund money in stocks and shares right, right now, particularly in American stocks, which are I think are, are vastly overvalued. So in this high inflation rate, how can you save a bit of money? Well, mobile phones is one way. Uh, many people are overpaying on their mobile phone contracts. Now, I recently discovered this because I, I looked into various ways of buying an iPhone. I looked at um, just buying it. I looked at uh, Apple financing. I looked at financing it in other ways. And then I, I really got back to saying, well, I might as well do what, what I was doing before and just roll over my contract with T-Mobile with and they, they just buy the phone for you and they give you X amount of minutes and you pay whatever per month. And I was paying something like 80 odd pounds a month, which included unlimited this, unlimited that. But then I, I realized after a couple of years, well, I should be due for an upgrade. And I, I realized that it had been about six, eight months since I could have had an upgrade uh, for, the, for, the, for the same approximate monthly cost. So I called them up and they said, yeah, you're out of contract. So that means I've been paying the same amount for something like eight months 
uh, that that was is is the amount really that's included to buy the phone. So your mobile phone crack, if it's a SIM only, you can get SIM only deals for something like five ten pounds a month. But if you're using your contract to buy the phone as well, which can be two or three thousand pounds, then that's where they're, they're charging you these high amounts. And what they want you to do is to keep rolling that over and just keep uh, upgrading, as they say, to a new phone or a different phone. And then they can keep you on the hook, as it were. So it's a financing, a bit like leasing a car. But what I didn't realize is that these companies are just letting these contracts roll on for much longer than they should. They're not telling you, by the way, you know, you're now paying too much. You could switch to a SIM only or you could upgrade. They're not telling you that anymore. They're just letting it roll on on and making more money for themselves. So I called them up and then basically I switched from an 80 odd pounds a month, keeping my, my phone, which is perfectly good. I'm using it right now. And then switching to a, a SIM only, which I think is going to cost me about 20 pounds a month. So there, there you go. Um, you know, I've immediately saved uh, something like 60, 70 pounds a month. And in some cases, my bills were running even higher than that. Uh, so that, that's one tip. Look at your mobile phone, phone contract. It's in my, in my various podcasts and training. Always check your, your mobile phone contracts, your utility suppliers, and, and all these things that you've got to check. Keep reviewing them because loyalty, as I found out myself, does not pay. Be disloyal, ring the right side, I want a better deal or I can get a better deal somewhere else. And invariably, they'll give you a better deal. Now, my broadband, as I said, went up by 10% recently. But about a year ago, I called them up and they reduced my, my bill by 20% just for phoning them up. Now, getting through to Virgin does take a while. So I think it's it's still worth the, the hour, or so, hour or so I spent trying to get through and speak to people and give them my inside leg measurement. But it was still worth it for the time that I, I'd spent on that. Just having a little pop at, at Virgin there because they don't they just don't like picking up the phone, even though they're a phone provider. Uh, now, as you know, I've launched a new book this year, Borrow and Grow Rich, which could come in handy if you're thinking about joining this no money down seminar, because this is about using OPM, other people's money to get rich. You can't get rich by just saving alone. You, it just won't happen. You might take a lifetime to save up that amount of money. And with low interest rates, it's very difficult. So in this book, you'll discover the power of leverage and you can download chapter one and two and three if you click on the link below. So have a look at this uh, also, the No Money Downs uh, seminar, because you'll discover how thousands of ordinary people in the UK are quietly getting rich using none of their own money. Now, this is nothing new. This has been going on for thousands of years. You know, uh, sailors like Magellan financed their, their trips through kings and queens of Spain and, and, and Portugal. You know, they, they used other people's money and, and the kings and queens then just levied a tax on someone else or brought in business people to, to joint venture with them so they could go and discover new lands and bring back riches and gold and silver and all these sorts of things. So it's nothing new. But in this seminar, you're going to specifically find out about buying property or acquiring property and controlling property using none of your own money. Skilled trains have been there and done it all. Now, I've been on these courses as well. You can do this without any experience. You can learn the secrets of getting rich using buying property, controlling property, using none of your own money. So you'll learn the investing principles, the how to cash in on the next big property strategy to control an empire of properties. This strategy is called rent to own. So look, there's lots more there. 
the super rich have made a fortune by controlling assets rather than owning them. It, these are all great strategies to use to get rich and not just think, well, I haven't got any money, so I can't get in on property. I can't buy a property because I haven't got any money. Not true. Do have a look at this. Register your place now. Absolutely free. And the great thing is it's virtual. It's online. So you can do it from the comfort of your own home. So thanks for listening. Have a, have a great day wherever you are, whatever you're doing. But do get in on that because I think it's it's in a few days time. So don't miss out on this opportunity. It's it's actually set for Monday. So don't miss out on the opportunity. Register your, your place now. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 